Off the ball. The salary cap has gone so low. It's a very interesting decision. The decision is, do you work or do you play rugby? You know, and it may be better off to work. Subscribe to the Rugby Stream on the OTB Sports app now. Liam, you needed reaction from your side and you got it in spades out there today. We did. Uh, very happy to get through the game. Um, a real, real, you know, knockout championship hurling. Uh, no safety net. Never know what's going to be going to come at you. So delighted with the way our players applied themselves today and got the result. And look, let's let all systems go now for next weekend. Yeah, immense character from your side. Yeah, good character. Like it's been a tough three weeks. Um, you know, a lot of disappointed players and management and panel from from our performance or non-performance really, I suppose, in the in the in the last round of the Munster Championship. So delighted to get get back out on the field to play today and break the few issues and still be in the championship. Uh, with, with looking forward to um, a quarter-final position. So all in all, a good day's work. Yeah, it's a big one to look ahead to go. We know. Massive game, uh, as they all will be, if we if we're fortunate enough to get through that as well. So it's it's all systems go here now. Knockout hurling, um, that's where we want to be, and let's see where we, where we go over the next couple of couple of weeks. Thanks very much, Liam. Appreciate yeah. that. Thanks no very much. Thank you very much. Look at it. it was uh, it was look at it. We we're disappointed after the tournament the final. Less so today. Look at it. we know there's a gap there between the Division Two teams. We said awfully part of it, and we say the Division teams like Tipperary. But Tipperary coming out there today after a defeat by Waterford, sting in the tail. We knew that was going to happen, and um, yeah, we're down a number of players. It's no excuse. Like we, we we certainly are down key players, and that's that's where your panel is tested. Uh, we have more injuries after today, but look, that's the reality of it, and that's where we have to get to close the gap. Uh, once uh, after Pumney's house quite bad there I don't know how bad it is Paddy Clancy went off there as well with a rib cage injury and uh, on top of that we'd lost David Nally last week to a shattered hand you know all of these things add up but um, look it's about learning and moving on I've said it before I think for these teams to for the gap to close between the Division 1 teams and the and Division 2 teams of Lund, the league has to be looked at it's not days like the, today today isn't today to make any uh, assessment of how good teams are where they should be. It needs to go back to the league early on in the year. Look at the structures. You can't have this yo-yo effect. If they want to develop hurling in counties, if they want a more meaningful or, 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 or broader range of counties competing, they really have to open their eyes and look at that league. Yo-yo effect is not going to help anyone. Two years. We got beaten today well. But look, so be it. Next year, wouldn't it be better to play against next year? See we close that gap if it's a 20 point gap let's bring it back to 10 let's play. but you won't do it every two years it's not going to happen unless we get consistent games against the top teams look at the Joe McDonough final is they are Ireland for, for that level okay? and you know today was a sort of a, 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 you know it's a, it's, a, it's a bonus to play the likes of Tipperary this time of the year even though it mightn't appear so after that result it is. It's super, like there was no turnaround between the league and the and Jamaica. For these teams that are really like brilliant, Carlo won fair play to them. But look, there was no gap between the, the the league final and we'll say the start of the Jamaica Cup. You're asking the, the the counties that are struggling with numbers to play the most games in the tightest window. Not on, and it's not fair. And it needs to be looked at. And we look at. We're all intelligent people there. There's lots of guys around that have opinions on how this structure could be 
let's listen to the people that are on the ground that see this day in, day out, and maybe we can improve it that way. Well, my own personal opinion is that the provincials aren't working. The provincials don't work straight up. But you, if you look at the provincial campaign, there's good counties there in, in, that are gone out of it, like a top-level teams. You know, yes, because uh, the Munster Hurling Championship is such a, a, a you know, a, 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 a sack, you know, it's such a, you know, important competition in the GA's calendar to keep that. But like the truth is, it's not working. Leinster is, is, is a combination of so many teams. They'd be better served if they kept their, their, their provincial campaign as a league. But like when it comes to our Ireland Championships, pick the best... 10 teams or 8 teams to go into that and an open draw and go that way. Certainly progression, there's no doubt about it, there's progression, but as I said, the progression is, is um, hindered by the amount of players that we have in Offaly in these counties, like Westmead playing from a small base, Offaly maybe 8-9 uh, senior clubs trying to compete with the likes of Tipperary who would have maybe 20 or 25 hours, and that's, that's the reality, that's population based, that's what you've got, but to be fair, um, it's been progress. There's more to do, and we'll continue to try and progress this another, to another level. You're almost like the animal put out for prey there in a weird way. You know, Tipperary, the three-week week, week off, they want a reaction, where you're only you know, coming off an you know, emotional enough defeat only a week ago. That's right. Like, that's, yeah, but look, we didn't see it that way. Like, we were going down here today to try and put our best foot forward. You know, you, but the reality is the gap is there. But keep coming back to this. There's no way the counties will close the gap themselves. Yes, we have a good under-20 team coming uh, on the back of a minor, but they're so young in comparison. There's so many things to get right, um, and there's no guarantee that you know a quality minor team or a quality under-20 team will make good seniors. I'm in Galway, man. I've seen this for years, you know. So we've had brilliant minor teams, you know, and we're still struggling to to to, to make you know inroads in all Ireland senior titles. I know there's a bit of a flurry at the end, but prior to that, particularly in that third quarter and second half, they really fought Almerin there your side you must be so proud of them absolutely it's all I'm inside like I mean there's, there's, there isn't a man in there that I wouldn't stand behind every single day of the week like they're good kids they're good men they're trying so hard they're, they're you know I'll put it this way the injuries the way this GA season has gone and the way preparation is, is what's expected of GA players now both codes but obviously a hurling you see the effort they put in. You see the injuries they get. I mean, the injuries some of these guys are getting now is off the charts like that. I mean, one time you get a broken bone, you'd be out back in six weeks. These are really heavy-duty injuries, really tearing hamstrings, doing everything. And they're doing everything right by, um, you know, S&C, but cruciate ligaments, shattered hands, really badly torn ligaments. You know, they're, they're not getting enough credit for what they're doing. Like, the players at, in every county are putting in such an effort. It's a brilliant game and long may it continue. You touched on the, some of that underage success that you've had but there's some quality scores from, from a couple of those players as well out there. Oh, she look at, I don't know what, we got 318 or whatever. I thought we conceded 37 something, you know, and, and it was actually a run of uh, time there after the second half where we had four or five bad wides at the time. So look, yeah, we'll take the positives. There was a couple, we've got some great scores, but look, we're under no losing. Maybe tip pull away, uh, pulled off uh, or pulled up a little bit, but having said that, look at we're on the right track and we hope to continue. Johnny, uh, it's a long way to January now, but what would you hope for now in 2024? <laughs> I'd hope to close the gap anyway, yeah. But I, um, yeah, no, looking more the same. Just, you know, hopefully bring in some of the, uh, uh, the under-20 squad onto the senior panel increase the, uh, the number of players that we have play on the senior panel because we were down to about 24, 25 girls there for the last three weeks because of injuries and, and, and uh, other uh, issues but look yeah greater number of players 
getting in and uh, obviously to go back to the clubs now like that's the, that's the key thing like and I think the split season has been great um, go back to the clubs get some time uh, into the in the club campaign like but we do need to look at um, you know how these guys are monitoring guys over the next six months and hopefully when they come back then in January that we haven't too far to catch up with compared to what we had last year the nature of the defeat is yeah you can look Tipperary or Tipperary, look, they're, the top, they're in the top three or four teams in the country, like, so you could be really uh, despondent by that defeat. Before we came in here, and all we knew we were on a hiding to nothing there, but like, it is to take the positives, and not even that, to, not to admire Tipperary, but to take um, the learnings from it, look at how they play the game, look at how they drift into spaces really quick, like we lost a couple of those players numerous occasions, just by complete... Nothing else, only just watching the ball for that bit long instead of watching and tracking our men. That's it, boys. Cheers, thanks very much. Trevor, a scoreline that probably tells it all, really. uh, A one-sided affair from Tipperary here. It was from start to finish, Jonathan, yeah. Tipperary, I suppose, the big concern uh, for Offaly coming in here today was uh, Tipperary going for the juggler straight away, and they really did. You know, they were one, one nine to three pints up after ten minutes. But the intent for Tipperary was very, very positive. Yeah, every time they kind of got a ball in the scoring position, their first thought was goal rather than pint. And for, for Liam Cattle, I suppose, going away from that, um, he kind of has to be very happy on that. Yeah, like that was the fear, wasn't it, for Offaly? Both sides coming into this after, you know, emotional off defeats. Uh, Tipperary, I think everybody expected them to play in a Munster final, and then Offaly, on the other hand, would have expected to win Joe McDonough. But Tipperary, they, they, they were the ones that settled the better. You know, they were, that, those couple of weeks off, those three weeks off, got the injuries right, and you're right, they just started off 100 miles an hour. I think that's the key. Look, um, the Tipperary players themselves known the last day of performance against Waterford wasn't good enough. And Liam Cattle, for the last three weeks, you look, obviously Tip probably wanted to be in the, in the Munster final, they weren't, but Liam Cattle would have um, trained them guys so hard, he would have got into their heads that that performance wasn't good enough for, for both a Tipperary team or for the supporters. And like you said, getting them injuries back, get Jason back on the field, getting Jake back on the field, you know, I, I felt today, and, and awfully coming in today, they're on the back of, like you said, it was a very emotional um, um, loss for them, and they put so much effort into the Joe McDonald final this year, or into the Joe McDonald campaign this year, and they were unlucky in the end, but look, probably the best team on the day probably won the Joe McDonald final, and Offaly would have been hurting from that, I know they had a week off themselves, because I was talking to a few of the players, they went back at it, they trained hard, but look, it's a very tough game for them mentally to come in, knowing that they're playing against a team that are probably in the top four, five, three in the country, you know, and it showed today Tipperary's intent was very, what I was very happy about I suppose coming from a Tipperary man in Offaly is that I was very happy with their intent and their work ethic today um, they were up in Offaly's face um, they were supporting each other off the ball and look their stick passing was a joy today yeah, and they really went from the juggler they squeezed the puck outs Offaly could hardly get out of their own even outside the 45 there for the first 10 minutes or so in the first and I think it was in the first 6 minutes uh, Tip scored 1-3 off turning over puck outs which is their intent straight away you know straight away they meant business and they weren't backing off Offaly Offaly had to go short because they weren't able to wing long balls and Tip probably knew that and it was good management from Tip to squeeze the puck outs because it put severe pressure on the Offaly team you know it's a game that really struggled even Offaly getting the goal before half time and the black card 
they were just never really got within arm's distance, did they? No, they were never, never, never within arm's reach. Look, I think it was six points and no score after four minutes, you know. So Offaly struggled all around the field all day. Like at a half time, you would have said no Tipperary player struggled in their position, realistically, you know. So they would have been on top of their game. And that's tough for Offaly. You know, you would expect one or two players to to um, to step up and maybe maybe turn over one or two balls. But it just didn't happen. Tip's use to the ball was very clever. Like Noel McGrath is a maestro midfield um, and really used the ball very well. You know, but you have Jake absolutely flying form. Great to have him back on tip perspective. And you, you look at Mark Yo, he stepped up. I think Mark scored three, three or three four today. It's a huge return from Mark. But just just focus on Offley for a second yeah. now. So didn't get promotion we were chatting before and you said that mightn't be necessarily a bad thing for them yeah well look you look at off the year last year okay did they win the league no they didn't did they get up out of Joe McDonald they actually lost very poorly here to, to Carlo in last year's uh, last round uh, game of the Joe McDonald so it was a progression this year for Offaly absolutely I think you know for me they won the league they're playing in Division 1B next year you know that's where you want to be pitting yourself with okay they didn't get out of Joe McDonough but like I said to you, when they look at today's game and realise the gulf in strength, pace, use of the ball, you know, they're probably better off in Joe McDonough next year. I know it's easy for me to say it now in hindsight, but probably, you know, another year building up uh, a little bit more strength and conditioning, getting, integrating some of the under-20s into, into the, the senior panel and building their SC as well. On a broader scheme, without getting too deep into it, that gulf is still pretty large between, say, Joe McDonough and it, what is top-tier Lee McCarthy, really, here. Oh, huge. It's absolutely huge, John. And there's no... I don't even think you can put a number on it, to be quite honest with you. It's, it's, it's huge. It's, it really is huge. And I think... Everything is, is the gulf, the pace of the game, the, the use of the ball. The, when you get an opportunity, you take your, the scores are got, you know what I mean? And the, the intent of the Tipperary team today, going for goals all day long, was huge. And I think it's very hard, um, or sorry, it's very, very vast, the, 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 the difference between both, both Joe McDonough and Neil McCarthy. Look at Tipperary then, we touched on, they got their week's break, they started the right way, got the game over, got some injuries back. Got a rack of goals, could have got more, you know, getting bodies back on the pitch. They're in a good way facing Galway next week now. No, absolutely. Look, I think Tip would have uh, regathered after the, the, the loss to, to Waterford and I think Liam Cattle would have said to them, OK, we're in a position here now that we've three weeks to prepare for Offaly. You know, let's get our injuries back and let's up to you and, and throw, throw it to the players and say, all right, players, put your hands up, you know, Everybody in the country knew Tipperary were probably going to win this match there. You know, right? It's about how much. So Liam Cattle would have said to the players, right, guys, put your hands up for me today and we'll pick the best team going out to play Galway the next day. Absolutely all around the field, Tipperary used class. Michael Breen was fantastic full-back. You know, look at Brian O'Mara, Ronan at his best for me. But for me, a few of the standout players for me was Conor Sakel in midfield, six pints from play. There's a guy that said to Liam, I want to be playing against Galway next week, right? Great to have Jason Ford back playing. I think it was 111-ish, you know, again he's so clinical from his freeze but you give Jason a yard look I coach him with silver mines you give him a yard and it's straight over the bar it's great to have him back but the two guys Shamey back inside pops him at a goal and then you have like I said already Jake is just exceptional it's great to get him back from that injury I think what I think I think off our Tipperary missed him against Waterford for his pace up front for his attacking prowess you know he was very very good and then Mark Kior pops him a 3-3 today I'm sure Liam is going to have a few or Liam Cattle is going to have a few headaches today um, to pick that team for Galway next week but, but it's positive for Tipperary Is there an element like it's no fault of their own but it was so easy I think we were joking here that training sessions internally in Tipperary might have been the classic A versus B's might have been more competitive 
that's probably something that he's going to have to keep an eye on as well. Yeah, well, look, I think this week he's not going to do too much in game-wise. You know, it is what it is today. The match transpired the way it did. Yeah, it was a lacklustre game, you know, and sometimes it did look like that an A versus B would be more competitive than it was. But that's just, just unfortunately, the way that the, the Joe McDonough and the Lee McCarthy teams are at at the minute. Um, Tuesday night will be a recovery, I'd imagine. You know, or even, even tomorrow night might be a recovery. Have a good go at Tuesday night, and then they'll be just getting tuning, fine-tuning things in for the Galway game. That's a mouthwatering clash. You know, the old enemies back together again. Coming into it in contrasting emotions again, Tipperary now will be buzzing Galway. That's a difficult pill to get over. Absolutely. And look, coming from a Tipper's perspective, I think Tipper are going in a good position. You know, everybody will fancy Galway going into the game. Getting, they could have been, they could have been Leinster champions. Do you know what I mean? So going into the game... Tip will have the confidence up today. 7.37 score, you know, that's huge. They'll be buzzing after the match, they're buzzing in training. And like you said, to turn that around for the Galway squad is going to be very tough, I feel. Mentally more so than physically, there, there probably will be a fit team. But mentally, um, to lose the final the way they lost it, that's going to be hard to get over for Galway. I can safely say it's not going to be a game where we're going to be struggling. Is that 111, 1723, whatever scoreboard there? We were scribbling to 90 at the ends. We won't have that next week. I don't think so. I think either team will take a one point win the next day, and I think the match is going to be that close as well, to be quite honest with you. I don't see either team winning by more than three or four points. It's going to be that close. You know, Galway are, are, are Galway, are Galway. Do you know what I mean? They're a very physical team. They use the ball quite well. They have Connor Whelan inside that's absolutely on fire. You have Jack Grealish, you have Evan Nyland. You know, they've got, you have the Coonies. You know, you've you lads all over that, that have won all Irons, you know, which is huge. You know what I mean? Huge. These guys know how to win big games. And for me, you know, Henry will have a tough job getting these guys mentally pre- uh, prepared for the Tipperary game. I'm sure Henry was probably here looking at the game today to see what way Tip lined out. They'll have to go and see the kind of counteract um, Tipperary's runs through the middle, which I found, thought were very effective today. Um, but yeah, look, it's going to be a humdinger of a game next week. Proper knockout championship. Now you said it, proper for probably the first proper knockout championship game for both teams this year. You know what I mean, and and that's in thrilling too. You know because everybody knows with the, with the way the Leinster Championship and the Munster Championship is, there is a, a leeway if you lose, you can lose probably a match or so or draw a match. You know, the backs are to the walls here. You know you're going to see guys are going to be nervous in the first five or ten minutes. You know, not wanting to make a mistake. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's I'm so looking forward to next week. Another thing, we're all looking forward to getting out to this thunder and lightning. Yeah, I look at the scariest stages for there. You look at how flashes happening, and, and it was like a monsoon esque out there. You know, it was it was uh, it was crazy even to play in. And look, someone said in the commentary, you know, safety for the players. You know, and it probably was today. Well, let's hope next week it'll be better uh, on and off the pitch. Yeah, right, you too, John, and thanks a million.